Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Hi, this is Neil Chase, and welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. It's common sense that you must get a good night's sleep if you want to work well the next day. However, if you've got some immediate tough problems to solve, maybe try taking a nap and your work might improve, but only if you manage to dream during that nap. New research from the University of California suggests that if you do take a nap during the day, and it is one that includes rapid eye movement or REM sleep, that's the kind that induces dreams, then your work and problem-solving ability will immediately improve. In the study, volunteers were given word association tests under three before and after conditions. Spending a day without a nap, napping without REM sleep, and napping with REM sleep. Only the group which had a nap with REM sleep showed much difference, and those people showed a 40% improvement in their problem-solving abilities. Interestingly, the length of time of the nap didn't seem to make much difference. The key point was whether it was asleep with REM dream-inducing qualities. Only then was there a benefit. So, although it's not a good idea to go to sleep on the job, maybe a little daydreaming might be the answer. One of the many mysteries in nature is how homing pigeons find their way home. There are many theories as to how the birds can find their way back to the roost from hundreds of kilometers away. Maybe it's about different smells or the position of the sun landmarks or using the Earth's magnetic field to navigate, but nobody knows for sure. So how about if you could track the brainwaves of the pigeons in flight? That is what scientists at the University of Zurich in Switzerland have been doing. They attached a tiny brain monitor weighing a lightweight 2 grams on the pigeons and then monitored their brainwaves on the flight home. The results showed more spikes in brainwave activity when the birds passed over familiar terrain than when they flew over areas that they had not seen before. The scientists put this down to the pigeons recognizing their surroundings. That doesn't answer how birds can find their way home from even further away places that they haven't seen before, but it does seem that seeing familiar landmarks is a help to homing pigeons. And remember, pigeons don't have satellite navigation either. The key component of any computer over the last decades has been the humble transistor. Back in the 1940s, the first one was the size of a football, but now they are just microns thick, and small means fast in computing terms. However, now scientists are looking into using a completely different type of transistor, not made from silicon, but using laser light. A transistor is essentially just a switch which allows current to flow or not through the device, giving the 0 and 1 in digital terms. Instead, the new component achieves the same result by using laser beams and not electric currents. By using a green laser to control the power of an orange laser, the switching time is much faster than using wires to carry electricity. 
Although this has been tried before, the results had not been very promising. But scientists at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich have come up with something much more promising. It could be a long time before they fully develop a so-called photonic computing system, but if it were to happen, then it would be multiple times faster than anything we have today. If you have a fish tank or aquarium at home, then you might think that your fish would be happier if there were two of them. They might not be able to talk to each other as such, but they should keep each other company, right? Well, maybe not, and scientists from the universities of Plymouth and Exeter in the UK have suggested that fish are happier if there are more of them in the group and not just a couple. They studied two common aquarium species, neon tetras and white cloud mountain minnows. They found that fish kept alone or in pairs showed much higher levels of aggression than those kept in groups of 10 or more. Further research is needed to determine what a reasonable number of fish would be in a particular sized tank, but the scientists hope that their results will improve the welfare for fish in tanks. And that's good, but how do you know if a fish is happy or not? I don't think I've ever seen one smile. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for this week. Read it back on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you again next week for more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.